You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Are you ready to talk Padres baseball? We've got you covered. After a nice win yesterday, the Padres get ready for a second game against the Red Sox at Petco today. And hosting our program, it's Annie Heilbrin, who might be a sleeper agent for the old USSR, letting slip some of her old Russian lingo. Das Vedanya. Joined right now by Bill Center and Derek Togerson, both media comrades that I've known for years. Alongside the Lydia Heilbrun is everyone's favorite boss, Bill Center. When somebody was working under me, I tried to help him, but I was also very demanding. And rounding out the crew is a man who has something in common with both Bruce Banner and Clark Kent, Derek Togerson. Hold up, why is it whenever my name is mentioned, it's always the dude ripping his shirt off? Now, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the Western Metal Supply Company building, it's Padre Social Hour with your hosts, Annie Heilbrun, Bill Center, and Derek Togerson. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Welcome to Padres Social Hour here in the Western Metal Supply Building at Petco Park. It is a beautiful day for some baseball. We're getting ready for game two of a three-game series against the Boston Red Sox. I'm joined by my comrades, <laughs> Bill Center and Derek Togerson, who uh. the last time we were on together, mm-hmm. um, a tweet, uh, tweet came through that was I thought was very apt that you don't uh. like you don't like Derek. Is apt the right word? Apt? <laughs> You're right. No. Yeah, it, it came across that uh, I, I, I guess I gave you the stink face or something on the question. I think it was body yeah. language. And is the thing that right? Is, and the thing is, and, and I think I an- went back and, and broke tape on the show and I analyzed <laughs> what was going on here. And I think it's because you your, bo- your body language is here. <laughs> so it's almost like you're, you're, you're closed off this way. And I interpret that as you're not trying to be away from me. You are engaging the host. You know what it was? <laughs> I I the fact that I said a bunch of this. stupid crap when you were getting no, on no, for it? No, no, I couldn't turn my head with, this, uh, with the gear on, on mm-hmm. when the last the time we were on. So I couldn't, I couldn't face and turn you. I mean, right. I couldn't turn and face you. I thought he was going right. to say, you know what it was? I just don't like you. Yeah, there's also that. <laughs> right, well, yeah. Like I said, it's, <laughs> well, not, it's not hatred. It's just strong dislikeness. In and true blooper fashion, he put you both back on the couch together. So hey, we're there. You know, yeah. I like it. No, but the <laughs> last time... Uh, I hadn't even thought of it, but I, I remember the last time we were on together, and I was leaning against the cord the whole time, and I couldn't turn that way. So, so the, people need to know that there's, like, there's, you got to be thinking about your gear, your equipment, the cords. I mean, it's not just, it's not just sit down and run with it, right. all right? There's a lot going on. Today, I'm hooked up differently, so. So he can no, turn his head. Yeah, no, there you go. Yeah. I, can, right. I can see your beautiful yeah. blue eyes now. <laughs> yeah, my beautiful blue eyes, right. <laughs> we are talking about a Padres win to start off the show, a 2-1 to one win over the Boston Red Sox yesterday in what was a gem of a game. Of course, we will start out the conversation here with Edwin Jackson. 11 strikeouts, 7 shutout innings. He is our hero of the game. He really did a nice job, and I'm sure, Bill, Derek, you want to elaborate a little bit more on what you saw from him Well, yesterday. I got a question. Did that surprise you? Did Darren Jackson's... No. Because... No, because that's right. what he can do every time he takes them out. Right. He you is just don't know if he's going to do it. Right. right. <laughs> the, the history of Darren Jackson, his entire career, has been what we've seen the last three, four or five starts. But how about he Edwin Jackson? He can be great. I mean, I mean Edwin Jackson. <laughs> He can be Bill's great. Seen too many players. I go. B- I go back to Darren Jackson, the old uh, the old outfielder, old, old lefty. Edwin can be great, Good job. or he can be total. And you know, right away, you know, almost right. with the first hitter, what you're going to get. I love, and Edwin Jackson's history is the fact that 
so many teams have thought we can straighten them out. We can mm -hmm. we can fix this mm -hmm. blow hot, blow cold thing. He's going to be great for our team. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what you've seen the last two starts from Edwin Jackson is, like you said, his entire career, and it's exactly why he's been with 11 different mm -hmm. major right. league teams because all of them look at that and they go, this is the guy yes. who went to the right. Dodgers as a 19-year-old. Right. This is the stuff. This is the life in the arm, and this, this is what he can do every time. And you take – you know, the two or three bad starts he'll give you that where the, the game just explodes in the third or fourth inning because then he gives you that, and he might do it again the next time, the next mm -hmm. time. And you know that next bad start's coming. You just don't know when it's going to be because he's got this kind of stuff, and he can break it yep. out at the drop of a hat. Yep. But, you know, like the first hitter, if I mean, where the ball is, what's moving. I mean, like the, the Atlanta game where they just mm -hmm. laid off the first pitch because they knew it was going to be a ball, then he'd be a, a hit. Behind well, in look, the look count, at that, that would do. I mean, that twelve right. six. Yeah. That's it's mm -hmm. it's crazy what this guy has. He's got great stuff. He's never been able to command it consistently. And just this year, just this season, you can see it: three point six two ERA through his first five starts, and then allowed eighteen earned runs in eleven and two thirds innings. So you've just seen it in well, this season the alone. Start, the start before that, he took a no hitter. I mean, exactly he, seven innings, two hits. Then he has the three horrible starts, and then yesterday, he he just he. Dominates the Red Sox. And it's that's a good lineup. He right. And it's the strangest. But his entire career is exactly what we saw yesterday from Edwin. Yeah, but to your point, too, for a manager, it's just got to be so frustrating. Or because a you're coach. like a pitching coach. For Darren Balsley, right. it's like he's salivating at that. And then it's like, how can we get that every time, right? No. Yeah, and, and you're never surprised either. You're not surprised if he goes out and, and implodes. You're not surprised if he goes out and throws no. a no hit. Right. It, nothing right. surprises you with Edwin Jackson. Right. He's, he's that talented. And Bill, are you saying that you knew from that first hitter on that he's going to have his good stuff yesterday? I knew about the second or third. I, I mean, I, I was happy to see that he threw strike one right mm -hmm. away. But the, after the two first three hitters, you knew that he was sort of locked in. Yes. He had his stuff working for him. Oh, I was, I was he had talking great to, spin on the ball, too. Right, I was talking to the Chargers because they started at 145, too. I got in the car about 215, turned mm -hmm. on the radio, saw that he was scoreless in about the third or fourth inning. I said, we've got good Edwin today. Didn't have to see anything else. The fact good that, Edwin. The fact <laughs> that he had, had reached that point in that game going, this is, this is going to be solid. Mm -hmm. you, you just knew because that's the track record. If he's got it for that long, he's going to carry it throughout the rest of his start. Do you Jekyll think, and Hyde. Yeah, Jekyll and Hyde. But do you think with the rotation the way it is right now, with so much turnover in that rotation, you know how we would hear from Buddy Black a lot that you're only as good as your last starting day, your starting pitcher, your only as good as your next start. day starter. Right. Can this sort of thing uh, help these other starters? Can it can it spark a little bit of a role, or is that kind of gone at this point because of all the turnover that's no, happened in this rotation? Right. No, there's right now. I don't see any consistency in the rotation. I mean, you hope for the best, and and I mean, you really hope for the best. Uh, Clayton Richard <laughs> is on a little bit of a roll. Right. Uh, Clemens and Cozart really haven't uh, lit anything up. Christian Friedrich looks a little bit tired, but now they're on a six-day rotation, so he might get a little bit more rest. But I got I have no great expectations for this pitching staff <laughs> right now. If you have something like the Giants have, right. where you go Cueto has a great start. Okay, Bumgarner's coming out right. next. He can have a great start, and the next day you, know, you run it, you run you run you keep running these guys out, and boom right. and boom and boom. And the Samarja comes out, and he can, then you can get the guy. The next guy wants to top what the previous guy did. 
they don't have simply the talent level in this rotation yeah. to get that kind of thing going. Particularly, I mean, look at the Cubs exactly. this year. They can do that game. I mean, game after game. Lester after game. to Arietta, right to Hendricks, exactly. Great points. Great points by both of you. All right. Well, we just want to acknowledge Edwin Jackson as the hero of the game. The hero of the game is brought to you by the Hero Program, a new way to upgrade your home to save energy and water. Visit HeroProgram.com to learn more. Um, Besides Edwin Jackson, who actually, just to, to close out this conversation, went to Andy Green and said, what are you seeing in my starts? What am I missing? And I guess Andy Green said, you're not finishing. And he said he made adjustments from the last time he started mm -hmm. until now, or he's been trying to make adjustments. That's hard to do in season, I would think. That's a di more difficult well, when than... when you've got that many years under your belt, you've been pitching for this long. If someone, y y you don't realize what you're doing because obviously if you realized, you wouldn't be doing it. it usually just takes somebody telling you, yeah, like I noticed this, and then you focus on that, and that's the one deficiency th that was in your game, and, and you're back right on the saddle again for at least a few starts, and then something else will tweak. He'll, he'll front side, his front side will come open too soon, and then he, they realize that after a couple starts watching tape, and he gets right back on track again. That, that's just how the ebb and flow of baseball, right. but a veteran's going to see that and be able to recognize that and adjust once somebody tells him. But if he, Edwin Jackson, the entire career, is if he's got command of a slider, if he can throw his slider for strikes, for strike one, he's in good shape. When he can't and he has to go to the fastball when he's behind is when teams just tee off on him. Because he's putting it too much right. in the strike zone. How about uh, Adam Rosales and the two-run homer? I mean, that was a clutch hit. It's always fun to see him. I know we've talked about it. It's always fun to see him run the bases. It's fun to see that smile on his face. It was just a good day for him. Nice lob. Yeah, <laughs> it was a nice lob. <laughs> he's got the nine. Fly that hey, you said it, all right? right. right. The, the nine home runs he's hit, it seems like every single one of them has been a big home run right. this year. Yes. He hasn't right. gotten any of those Matt Camp. Hey, we're down 12 to 2. Here's a solo homer. He was, every all, he was already at second base when that ball landed. I mean, he, I mean, yes, he was running hard, but that <laughs> thing was also like just a sky shot. Yeah, but every single one that he hits seems to have some sort of major impact on right. the outcome. The Padres, I'd like to go back and check the game log. I'm, they might be, you know, 7-2, and 8-1 and one in games that he's hit a home run. Right. That ball was up in the air forever. Do you think <laughs> having backspin, him that backspin. having right. him in there is just still having that some, uh, a veteran in there, having a few veterans in there, is he still helping the team out in that way? Well, I think he's in there yesterday against left-hander Drew Pomerantz, for one thing. Because your second baseman right now, uh, I think he was 0 for 14 with like 9 or 10 strikeouts going into yesterday. <laughs> Ryan's back in the day, but setting Ryan, right yeah. right, setting Ryan Schimpf out yesterday against the left-hander with the way he's been struggling in the last four or five games didn't make sense. Right. Yeah, Ryan Schimpf against a Drew Pomerantz right. curveball is not a real good recipe right <laughs> now. Not right now. Yeah, and, and I'm sure that uh, yeah. Rosales will be back in the lineup tomorrow against David Price right. as well. Right. See, that's something to look for as well. We want to remind everyone to get social with us. You can go to Padres.com slash social hour, join in on the chat, and also tweet us. If you don't like Derek and Bill's body language, make sure to tweet us that as well. Hashtag PadresSH. We'll see if we can get something or going. if you just don't like Derek and Bill. If you just don't like Derek <laughs> and Bill. Or if you just don't like Derek. That's right. So <laughs> I'm going to throw up here a Jellyman tweet, and I think that this is the correct one from Blooper, talking about... Jackson, thank you. You think Jackson was so good versus the Sox? He is effectively wild. Is that why? Is he? I I don't know who is so is much. Is he effectively no, I wild? He got ahead in the counts. Right. And mm -hmm. He got ahead in yeah, the counts. Yeah, he was. He was aggressive. And then look at how many outpitches were off speed pitches. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, those strikeouts, a lot of those came on the slider, on the curveball. 
That's it. You get you get ahead in the count, then the hitter is at your mercy. They have to go fishing after something that right. looks yep. like it's, it's going to be a strike. And like you said, Bill, the ball was coming out of his hand really nice. It's a big spin. difference for him when he's zero and one or one mm -hmm. or one and two, right. than than when he's two and one or way more aggressive. Right. Sixty-four percent of his pitches were strikes, only one walk. So right. he had a good. Right, no, he's and got usually he's right. walking yeah. four. I mean, when he's off, he's walking four or five exactly. guys a game. Yeah. So, so and that wasn't the case yesterday. Right. All right, we want to remind you, and we'll talk a lot more about this after the break, and I also want to talk Big Poppy. The moment that Big Poppy took the, uh, took the, the, got in the batter's box yesterday and kind of what happened at Petco Park, it was a little interesting, so we'll talk about that. I want to remind everyone, though, to be at Petco Park for any game during the Red Sox series, still today and tomorrow, for the Mystery Ball Fundraiser. Fans can purchase a mystery bag for $40, which contains an official MLB-signed baseball by a Padres player, MLB All-Star, or Hall of Famer, or Celebrity. Proceeds benefit the Padres Foundation, which supports children's health, education, fitness, youth baseball, and softball programs. Make sure to tweet us. Hashtag PadresSH. We'll be right back after the break. Before every game, get your Padres talk on with us. This is Padres Social Hour. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. It is a beautiful Tuesday afternoon. We are at Petco Park. If you're around and you're in the team store, come say hello to us. We already have a few people watching the show right now. We want to thank you guys for watching. And, of course, for getting social with us, go to Twitter, hashtag PadresSH, or join us online, Padres.com slash social hour. We've got Luigi and Angela. We have Luigi and Angela. We want to thank you guys for being here, for watching. And it's always fever. fun. And Friar Fever. Friar Don't fever. forget Friar Fever. Uh, Friar Fever has... Uh, <laughs> Been, been watching for a little bit, and I'm sure taking notes to tell us everything that we're saying that is wrong. Yes. He always has, a, he always has an opinion. Like Darren Jackson? Yeah, like Darren Jackson, I'm sure he has. Hey, Darren Jackson with <laughs> the Padres, by the way, uh, had one of the strangest seasons <laughs> ever. 20 home runs, tw actually 22 home runs, mm -hmm. 52 RBIs. That was thinking of Darren Jackson, the old Reds left-handed pitcher. Oh, uh, Danny Jackson. Danny Jackson. Yeah, I right. messed up a name, too, right. just to make you feel better about Danny yourself. Jackson. But you know what's amazing about both of you, and, and I know this from working with both of you, you have the minds where you can remember. You both remember facts, names. I can remember, the, the 25, I can remember 25 years ago. I can't remember what I had for lunch. <laughs> well, it's more important that you remember everything right. for baseball, yeah. so it's all, it's all right. Okay, I can uh, smell what you had for lunch. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a Reuben. <laughs> uh, ninth inning yesterday, David Ortiz goes and gets into the batter's box. And mm -hmm. it was a moment at Petco Park. I mean, everybody stood up. You could kind of like hear this kind of collective you know, gasp and cheer. The cell phones came out. There was just a lot to take in at that moment. And uh, just even as he was getting up and taking his practice swings, there was a lot going on. And I didn't think that I would have any reaction to this, but I got a little caught up in it. I got a little caught up in, all right, let's see what happens here. It's, you know, not, not necessarily you, you don't want to win the game or anything, but you just, it was kind of a cool moment. Yeah, I'm guessing you, by the looks on your faces, neither of you got caught up in I it I like I, I mean, did. no, it's, I mean, it's a dangerous <laughs> hitter in a, in a clutch situation with a tying run on first. What was interesting to me is that there are a lot of Red Sox fans yes. here. Mm -hmm. And, and, I happened I, on Sunday afternoon after after the show. Mm -hmm. I, w I walked around and I stopped and I was talking to a couple. And I guess there's there's like a package tour where there are these fans have been here for a week. They've been vacationing wow. in San Diego, and the, these three games are the end of this of this package tour. Ooh. And there are a lot of them here. Yeah. I've seen a lot of Red Sox right. fans just around the stadium. That's interesting because they made a week out of it. They right. made a whole thing out of it, which mm -hmm. 
I get. I get Thank why you, you do that in San Diego. Dollars, yes, right? exactly. I'm sure there's a lot we can go into on that, yeah, but we, we better save there. that. Yeah. Um, but what I saw was, and it didn't surprise me at all, because the, David Ortiz is retiring, mm -hmm. and right. this is this is the last time a borderline potential Hall of Fame right. player right. is going to be playing in this ballpark. He's probably not going to play first base. That might have been the last time no, that these he, fans. He will not be playing in the in the field. Right, that might be the last time these right. guys get to see. And you saw it with Mariano Rivera. You right. saw it with Derek Jeter. You saw it. You, you saw it with Chipper Jones. You saw it with these people who are legends of the mm -hmm. game. When you know they're coming around right. for their last, for the last go round, right? It, you do get caught up in that. This this is history we're seeing right, right here. This could be presence. the last time that I get to see this person swing a baseball bat live in a major league baseball game. Right. There's something to be said for that. Right. And in your ballpark. Yeah. In your ballpark, in a, in a big and a clutch time too, a clutch right. time in the ball game, which was which was fun. No, that to be saying, I love how Brandon Maurer attacked. Oh man, <laughs> he, Brandon Maurer. If Brandon Maurer's gonna throw like that all the time, he can he can close right. the next ten years. He went yeah. right after that guy. That was awesome. Well, you to have see. to. Yeah, I mean, but that's him, something he might not have done maybe right. two, three, four months ago. He he went right after Ortiz, and that was, that's how you have to have to do that. And with his stuff, it might be the best on the staff. Do that every day, Brandon. Yeah. That was fantastic. That's a great point. And, you know, I didn't mention in the, in the first segment, but for Edwin Jackson, I mean, you're facing one of Major League Baseball's best lineups. Well, you're facing these, these right. really good hitters. And the same with right there for Brandon Maurer. I mean, these guys did a good job yesterday just making sure that these, these hitters didn't get anything on them. So... That's a credit to them as well. But for Maurer, you know, you see him struggle every once in a while, but then you see that, like yesterday, and you're like, okay, I get it. His stuff is good. Right, and he, and he really, uh, that showed me the mentality. But last yeah. time we were on, we talked about, I, was, I wasn't sure if he really had that closer mentality. That showed that it's in there oh, yeah. somewhere. He's, mm -hmm. It's I mean, definitely no. in there somewhere. He's got the mentality. I, I still, I mean, I, I don't know if he's got, uh, yesterday we, showed, we, we saw the cycle, I, I still want to see a little bit more of that. I mean, eight saves and nine attempts, now that's not bad. Right. Now, you guys were talking about players who retired and what that brings to a ballpark and everything. For, for David Ortiz, most doubles in a season, 44 for anyone over 40, which is kind of funny to hear that, but also 31 home runs. Is he having the best season of a retiring player? Is he having the best season that a retiring player could have? Pretty darn close. Yeah. I mean, uh, there, there are guys that have gone out on top. I mean, te uh, there have been a lot of guys that have gone out on top. But he's, I'm surprised he is retiring, to be perfectly you honest. You think he should keep playing? He's got, I, he still has more in him. And, and the DH position is yes. not as demanding as being in the field every day in the hot summer. I, I would think that he's got at least three or four more years in him. Yeah, but Eric. like he said, his mind's not in it anymore. He yeah. just he doesn't he, the the desire to be there no. putting in that grind day in day out and, and and to his credit I give him high I marks for that, that. Right, I respect for un, that for understanding mm -hmm. that and be and being willing right. to walk away from that yeah. so that's when you know when when your heart's not in it and your mind's not in it you it, there's no, you might be able to still compete it's like Barry Sanders right. you yeah. know his head wasn't in it anymore he didn't want to do it anymore and he walked away from the game well Sandy Koufax went out at the very top of his career but of course. The arthritis was yeah. killing him in his elbow. Right. I respect that. You know, you, you see so many players in every sport that just will stick around even though you can tell they're mentally. They don't like the process anymore. They don't like putting in that work. They're, they're just kind of out of it. So I respect the fact that he knows he's done and he wants to be done. You do wonder if he'll look back at some point and he'll go, I could have done another five years. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see if maybe next uh, May or June he's going, mm. <laughs> I'm going to come out no, of retirement. No, give me a call. <laughs>
<laughs> we saw it with Peyton Manning. We'll make this a big year. Uh, right. campaign out of it, I'm right. sure. You, know, <laughs> you saw Peyton Manning this year. All of a sudden, the zip on the ball is gone. The yeah. body, right. it just, it yeah. You saw it with Brett Favre his last year. You see it, it just all of a sudden, when, when time catches up to you, it's like Rocky Balboa said, Absolutely. time's undefeated. Yes. Time is never lost. And eventually, time gets to you. If David Ortiz is able to walk away before time gets to him and he remember him like this, mm-hmm. he's got a world beat. Well, tomorrow, Don Ursillo from longtime broadcaster for the Red Sox will present Big Poppy with a farewell gift. Any guesses? I don't. What the Padres I, might give. I'm not give. big on farewell <laughs> gifts to <laughs> players who come in here for. I don't think you were here, Derek. We talked about this a few I'm shows not, ago. I'm not, I'm not big on farewell gifts just bec- to an, to opposing player. I'm I'm just not. If it's, if it's somebody like you know. Magic Johnson, you know, somebody who is one one of the great yeah. uh, uh, on the Mount Rushmore of whatever sport that is. Nah. You know, <laughs> I'm cool with that. But I mean, when we're there for Mariano Rivera, because you mm-hmm. had Trevor and you had that whole di- mm-hmm. you know dynamic. That yeah, nah. that's cool. For for this one, I don't. Uh, you're just not feeling it as no. much. I'm not. I'm not feeling All it. Right. No. I don't. We'll I don't see, see it. I think maybe give him a. <laughs> Give him a hug. Oof, give him uh, <laughs> some. Cu- give him some custom jewelry. Wave goodbye. <laughs> right, I yeah. like it. Harsh, Bill, but I like it. All right, before we go to break, Bradley Beatty, kidding us up on Twitter. What will the Padres infield look like next year? Will Solarte be back or traded? Who's at second base? Aswahe Schimpf. Sardinius looks good at shortstop. That's a lot that you fit into 140 characters there, Bradley. So I give you credit. Who wants to take a stab at this? Well, Will Myers at first, <laughs> yeah. right? And it's competition all the uh, way around, don't you think? I think they may. I'm, Besides I'm first. beginning to think that they might move Solarte, move Schimpf to third, make second base uh, a contest between Aswahe and Spangenberg. Although I don't like Spangenberg's medical history, that really concerns me. And I think shortstop, if they don't make a trade, is going to be Sardinius or. Uh, Jose Rondon, I think they're going to give him a longer look in spring. Mm. I don't think the shortstop's on the roster right now. Uh, Yeah, I I, I tend to agree with you, but I don't know. uh, I I, I don't see them going out and really being able to trade for a quality shortstop. I have a feeling that they're they're happy with Sardinius fielding. You know, right now it's sort of strange because the the textbook on uh, the scouting report on him is strong field, no hit. And so far with the Padres, he's made three years, hasn't done that well coming in on balls. He struggled a little bit in the field, and he's hit better than he probably has before. Mm-hmm. So I, I still think that they want the glove at short, and it's going to be between he and Rondon next year. And they still hope one of those young shortstops uh, sort of get out of the funk and come on. Yeah, Guerra is probably still at least a year or two away, given right. the season mm-hmm. that he had right. this year. And Rudy Heron played great when he got to uh, when he got to Lake Elsinore. Mm-hmm. After uh, I, I, it, very interesting that he had a really strong year at 18 at Fort Wayne, and they brought him back and they kept him at Fort Wayne this year because they had Guerra at Lake Elsinore. And Heron did not play well at Fort Wayne the second year there. When he got to Lake Elsinore, when Guerra went on the DL at the end of the season, Heron played great. And so it's going to be very interesting to see how yeah. the minor league shortstops shake out next year. And how year. that infield evolves. Because you're right. right. I mean, Will Myers is at first for as much as we know, and that's about all we know, right. you know? so That's all you got. Yeah, that's, that's all you that's got. That's really all you got. I could totally <laughs> see Solarte getting moved. I, 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 but, I think know. that mm-hmm. they'll move Solarte if they, can, if they can get value for him, that I think they'll probably look in a different direction 
although in the minor leagues, third base is their very weakest position right. across across the everywhere. And we talked yeah. about this before. Right. See, if you don't trade them, do you extend them? Mm-hmm. And I can, well, I you don't have to extend them right now because yeah. you've got control of him for three more years. And he's not the type of he's not the type of cornerstone player that you would extend because you've got him arbitration locked up for three more years. I think the question is going to be, do they say, hey, we've got too many of the same type of guys. We've got to move one. Solarte might be the one we could get the most value for and then got move Schimpf to third. And just try I'm to get. still not sold on. But that's the other question is – what have we seen from Ryan Schiff? Is this still? Right. It's a small sample size, right? right? Very right. small what sample size. What we've seen size. so far. Right. He's so shown the ability to do it. Now now teams are making adjustments. Yes. Right. Will he be able to readjust? Yes. If right. he can do that, now you've got something. And I mean, he's got, great he point. has power. He's got the ability to hit the long ball. but And he draws walks. So his on base is great. His OPS is great. Mm-hmm. Does not hit for much average. I mean, he's almost down to 220 right now. And you really need a little bit mm-hmm. more out of that yeah. from your from a starting infielder, unless, I mean, un- okay, <laughs> there's the Dave Kingman rule. I mean, <laughs> if he's drawing a lot of walks and he's hitting 30 homers, and he's only hitting 229, but he's driving in 90 runs, then you ride with it. Right, you can you can, can take the right. you can take mm-hmm. the lower average. You can right. guys, you've got if the slugging percentage is up, the yes. OPS is up. If he's, he's if he's if he's producing right. runs, mm-hmm. you can do you that can with, with one guy average. in your lineup. Absolutely, right. a Absolutely. Mark Reynolds, uh, a Dave Kingman type. You can live with one of those guys mm-hmm. in your lineup in the in the fifth in the sixth or seventh spot. Because the bottom out. line mm-hmm. is, if you can hit thirty home runs a year, you can be allergic to leather, and somebody right. will find a spot <laughs> for you on a ball club. <laughs> right. And Drew's out whether he can do that consistently now and right. whether or not, you know, other teams are going to be on to him. So we thank you, Bradley, for sending us down that rabbit hole <laughs> of the infield because that's what it is. And that was a great conversation. Join the Padres in celebrating the 80th anniversary of the Pacific Coast League Padres this Wednesday, September 7th, when the Padres take on the Red Sox, purchase a special theme game ticket package, and receive a limited edition PCL throwback jersey. Tickets at Padres.com slash theme games. We'll be right back after the break with more Padres Social Hour. You want to talk Padres? Lucky for you, we're doing exactly that. This is Padres Social Hour from the AMR studio inside Petco Park. And welcome back to Padres Social Hour as the Padres get ready for game two of a three-game series against the Boston Red Sox. They won game one. We'll see if they can keep a streak going for game two. And there's someone back up with the team, well, not up with the team, but on the roster, and it's John Jay. He John won't be Jay. playing. <laughs> he will not be playing in right. this game, but he got injured in June, and he's finally back. So well, you might see him pinch hit. You might see him pinch right. hit. Great point. Um, you hope you don't see him pinch hit. Yeah. Okay. Right. That's that's probably right. a better way to put it. Yeah. But he's available should yeah, they need him. Unless it's the 24th inning, yeah. the right. game would be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't say that. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was here for that 23, that 24 inning yeah. game with. Colorado. Well, I was don't, don't the yeah. Two in oh the yeah. morning. No, that was no. awesome. No. We were, we were, uh, we were, <laughs> we, we, well, I was here with uh, with Bob Hanson, Consumer Bob, and we started oh, thinking yeah. we should call the desk. We might be going live for the morning show. Because at that point, <laughs> like right, that conversation actually started coming. to happen. Like we we should go live in the locker room with an interview for the morning show. It's it got such to that a point. great point. It's such a great um, risk reward thing because you you've already invested. By the time you get to like the seventeenth inning, you're so invested. You're like, now I can't leave. Exactly. But 
you're sitting there going, this thing could go on for. Is there an uncle rule? Is there ever a time that they will call it? Is there 30 innings no. or anything? Oh, no, no. That's it. So yeah. you don't know how long it'll go. No. The third, seventh inning stretch yes. was pretty cool. I remember yeah. that. Right. That was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, and it's one of those things that if you're here, you're like, I got to stay because this is his, you know, it's right. crazy. Right, now I have to see just how, and then you yeah. start rooting for, I want it to go along. Yes. Like, it's I hope this, it's like a, like a, a Stanley Cup overtime game that gets to like, <laughs> I want seven overtimes now. I always want to see uh-huh. how far this goes. A Guinness book, right. That game was the, was sort of the end of Tony Clark's career. Right. Um, because he had not played. Adrian Gonzalez was the uh, Padres' first baseman, and Tony, uh, that was his first start of the season. They gave Adrian a night off, and Adrian hit pinch hit in the ninth inning, which meant that Tony Clark had to play all, and he was never the same after that game. Interesting. Well, yeah. It was so interesting, though, with those games, as you guys know, is just th- the strategy that has to come out when you're forced to use, like, every single person Oh, that you can, and then you know, keep them in for as long as you can, and because you just don't right. know how it's going to shake out. And it destroys your bullpen yes. for a week, and when you lose one of those, it just—I mean—it flattens you out. Yes, if you're oh, going to lose a seven, you know, twenty-two now, inning game. W- what was interesting is that um, Colorado left here, and I think they went to Houston, and when they landed, they got in rush hour traffic, mm-hmm. and so they didn't get to their hotel till like ten a. T- 10 in the morning, and they had a game that wow. night. But no, I remember talking to guys later on in the season about that, and, and a lot of them saying that, that the, the hangover effect of that game oh. was just yes. vicious. It's, it's it just killed Days them. after. Right. Yeah. yeah, not just no, the next day. About a month. Right. It took a the month for them to truly recover. A month. That's really interesting. Your bullpen is shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tony Clark, um, th- I mean, that game really turned his entire – I mean, he was at the end of his career anyway, but That's it involved. really – that game stuck with him for a couple months. Well, it was way past his bedtime. He was right. almost yeah. 40 at that point. The so longest. He needed to, right. You know, you get up there, you know, I'm, I'm there now, and anytime I have to stay up late because the kids, mm-hmm. um, even if the kids wake up from a bad dream and I'm still up, I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm not going to yeah. function tomorrow. Well, you know, it was funny because you, you could have gone to sleep kind of and we thought you'd wake up and still see, still see the end of the game. Blooper here pointing out the longest game this season at Petco Park, 17 innings, which right. – Still long. I mean, mm-hmm. that's right. long. That was a fun one, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you do. You deplete your bullpen. you got to figure it all out for days and weeks later. What was interesting to me about that game is that the Union Tribune had just – we were online for, like, the, the – I know everybody now, everything is online. Yeah. But the UT at that game had just been online for, like, two or three months. So that was one of the first breaking events they wow. had, like, at 2 in the morning – and I was still in the press box at four because doing comments and stuff like that. After yeah. the clubhouse, right? Like the club yeah. that'd be an interesting clubhouse, right? Oh, the clubhouse right? was like, <laughs> just get out of here. Yeah, we're done. We want right. to go home. Oh no, you walk in there, you're just like, I don't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I have to do this. I got to get I, this. I, really, <laughs> just, just say something. Good. I'll see you later. Like stumbling out, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so for John Jay, I mean, what are we looking for for this end of the season, and what are we looking for for John, from John Jay? Well, I think he's got home runs. Yeah, twenty-two home runs. Good. I'm holding to that. What I think they're going to do is they're going to spot him at all three outfield mm-hmm. positions and they're going to use him as the fourth outfielder which they don't have mm-hmm. right now which means we won't see probably won't see Adam Rosales and left again mm-hmm. but uh, th- he, they've told Jay that he's not going to start every day in center that they want to take a long look at Jankowski but they're going to use him in right they're going to use him in left and they're going to use him in center to give Jankowski a blow yeah. but he's going to play all three positions defensively, yeah. it's a big boost to the outfield. It is. They mm-hmm. really need it. They've been right. 
taxed as it is, and so they, they really could use someone like him coming in. And, you know, probably see how he he's got to still work into some at-bats. And, and, and it's going to be very yeah. interesting because, I mean, he's a free agent at the, at the end of the offseason. Padres have already talked about they'd like to have him back. They'd mm -hmm. like to retain him. The question is going to be if another team comes up there and says, hey, we really see you still being a, a rate everyday starter, and it might be a little better team, what Jay will do. I mean, he does like it here in San Diego. Oh, yeah. Really interesting. And also, I mean, maybe this is, I don't know, I, I might be reaching here, but is there a push for him in this last stretch to do well, to, to do well at the plate and to show teams? No, no. He, no. He's he's got got he, he has he, that. He, he doesn't, doesn't have that. to prove anything. His okay. resume is what it is. And I tell you what, I've been infinitely impressed with John Jay throughout this process. Good guy. The, the yeah. way that he's being in, been invested in the team. He's, you see, he's the first guy running out to congratulate people. He's the first. He's been, he's been, you know, talking to guys between at bats. He's been breaking tape with guys. The way he's handled this situation has been, I mean, the consummate professional. Yeah. I well would love to bring that guy back. The reason you want him back is you're going to have a very young yes. team here right. next and he's, year. He's the leader of that, well, that guy. I mean, that you want to have somebody, a pitcher that, who's a veteran. I mean, I remember when they were a young team in 2009, 10. And you had Doug Brocale, who was the father, I mean, the mother hen in the bullpen. And you had, you had Stairs and you had uh, David Eckstein. And if you're going to have a young team, you need a couple veterans who show these guys the right way mm -hmm. to go about life as a major league player. And it's just not on the field. It's the travel. It's the mm -hmm. diet. It's everything else that goes into it. Yeah, it's John how Jay is a right guy to do that, too. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it is, though. It's how you work yourself off the field, how you take right. care of your body, how you go about your business, how you keep focus, all that stuff that they could use from a veteran presence. Right. All right, so that's going to be interesting to watch, of course. And as you said, I mean, the Padres do want him back. So they, have said they, they have said they want to try mm -hmm. to you know, sign him to a deal. Yeah. Um, the, the question is going to be, I, I would imagine that somebody out there will step up and ma make a, a free agent offer. And, and it's like, there, no way Jay's going to sign right now. Right, uh, right, right. You're, you're crazy if you don't test free agency. Absolutely. I can see so. the Cardinals trying to bring him back, yeah. given, given the outfield problems that they've had right. this year, and they know him well, and they know what they're getting with him. That's a great point. Someone that they have familiarity with, obvi obviously, with he's done with there in St. Louis. Um, real quick, I want to touch on this for, for what happened today. It was news today. The Roberto Clemente Award. Um, every team picked, every year, every team picked right. someone from their clubhouse who has shown some uh, off-the-field commitment to the community, and Tyson Ross, now he's struggled, obviously, on the field, hasn't pitched since opening day, but off the field, he still has been busy mm -hmm. helping out with the Ross rotation and giving back to kids in the community. So, you know, it's worth mentioning for someone who made the most out of what he could do this year. Right, and good guy. I mean, yeah. I love... His uh, wife, too. Uh, his fiance. I'm sorry, soon-to-be wife, right. Ashley. But, I mean, yeah, very active in the community. Mm -hmm. I mean, he sort of picked up uh, I, I know he's made visits to schools and, and a number of different things. And uh, Tough year for Tyson and for a player who is going through what he's going through to still make even more commitments yeah. in, the, in the community uh, because he's not playing says an awful lot about the guy. That's character. It is, because right. it can sometimes be hard. That's character, yeah. Because that, that shows you not – he does that because he wants to do that, because yeah. he sees a platform and he sees – 
his role as being that person that to be able to help in a community. He doesn't do it because if you're a well-known athlete, you should have a foundation and to do it just to, to, right. to do it as a, as a token thing. He does it because he truly wants to help right. out, right. and this is absolute proof of that. And to your point, I mean, you can go out there when you're injured and you get peppered with questions. You know, what's wrong with you? When will you come back? When are you Especially this? Especially from kids. Especially from yeah. kids who absolutely, they have no, you know, filter. They're not thinking this through. They want to know why this guy isn't playing. Yep. So I think that's a great point. And, um, and his fiance Ashley, also just very, very active in the community. So pretty, pretty cool thing for him and for the Padres. All right, the force is strong at Petco Park. Back by popular demand is Star Wars Day this Thursday, September 8th. Purchase a special theme game ticket package to receive a Jedi Gre Andy Green bobblehead. Derek is wanting this badly. Tickets <laughs> available exclusively at Padres.com slash theme games. We'll be right back. Hit us up on Twitter, hashtag PadresSH. See you after the break. From analysis of what's happening on the field with your Padres to insights on everything MLB, we've got it right here. This is Padres Social Hour. And welcome back to Padres Social Hour with Bill Center and Derek Togerson and all of you that are tweeting us, getting social with us, watching the game with us, uh, the game, the show, almost the game. Here right. in the Western Metal Supply Building. I'm really am anticipating this game right now. Can you feel it? <laughs> yeah. and we want to shout out to Angela, who also tweeted us that Petco Park was rocking yesterday, which I agree. There was a good crowd, a good, it was a fun Labor Day yeah. day crowd yesterday. So that was pretty cool. Okay, we did get a question on Twitter, and I'm going to put you guys on the Cholula hot seat for this. And the question is from Jonathan Holmes. Our starting five for 2017 looks dire. What does Preller do via trades and free agency? And it is interesting. The starting rotation, even this season, looks nothing like it did on, on you know, the opening rotation. Right. Um, and so now what? Now what do these guys do? Well, I don't mm. think that next year they're going to make huge investments in the free agent market because the, the target is 2018, 19, 20. And I don't think you're going to bring anybody in here as a free agent and a quick fix. One, I think you're going to have Tyson Ross because I don't think you're not going to get value for him right. in the offseason. So Assuming he is healthy. Right, right, right. Assuming he's healthy, I think he leads the rotation because you're not going to get value for him in a trade. So he has to be back. Uh, two, I think there are a couple minor league pitchers right now, Walker Lockett and Denilson LeMay, who, who might get a look. Uh, three, you might want to retain uh, Clayton Richard as your veteran presence on a mm. young staff. Mm -hmm. And I think the rest is wide open. Mm. It's Luis Perdomo. Mm. Oh, Perdomo. I'm sorry. Perdomo is definitely back. Yeah, Ross and Perdomo. Uh, I, what you said with Clayton Richard, right. I apply that to Edwin Jackson. Right. Uh, yeah. It's because you know, he's not going to want the – he doesn't need the big dollars anymore. He right. likes it here. He likes working with, with balls. You know, he's mm -hmm. a guy you can talk about. You needs know, I don't know why I didn't mention Perdomo. I, that's a really a bad my. That's what you got me here for. Right. Be forgiven. It's after that, it's. You mentioned a lot of great stuff. So. It's, it's, I mean, it's <laughs> what, Vincent Van Gogh. Yeah. Who, who, na insert name of person here. I don't. I mean. Who know The free agent market, they're not going to spend on because well, it's thin. And there's and nobody else. There's nobody out there. To right. begin with. Exactly. I think <laughs> that you're going to have at least <laughs> one rookie the in the rotation. I think that Clayton Richard really has a good shot to return because you do want that veteran presence. If he's still got something left in the tank, they're going to give him a shot. Nice to have and a lefty, too. Right. And, and Perdomo and Ross absolutely in there. So you got Perdomo. I'll go Perdomo, Ross, uh, Jackson, Richard, Richard, rookie. And it could change. There you go. 
during the season. <laughs> Depend or or, <laughs> or you talk about if, if some you know, on the off chance somebody becomes available in the trade market in the off season. It's there was a although I still I still don't see them. Like like you said, Bill, yeah. they're they they are not expecting to compete in 2017. They're angling more toward 18 when Colin right. Ray will be back from a Tommy John. There was a term that ownership used these in some of the meetings with the season ticket holders. Is it punchers? Uh, fighter's chance, something something Puncher's like that. Chance. Puncher's, Puncher's right. chance. I think that's kind of like what you're looking with here. Hey, they could be great, some of these guys. We're just going to have to wait and see. And there another name to throw in there is Robbie Erlin. Robbie Erlin. Oh, another yeah. guy coming back yeah. from the injury. Yeah. Right. All right, well, we thank you for being on the Cholula Hot Seat. Uncap real flavor with Cholula Hot Sauce, the hot sauce with the iconic wooden cap, and the official hot sauce of the San Diego Padres. And we thank you, Jonathan, for sending us that question. Get social with us. Hashtag PadresSH. We'll be right back after the break. We're talking Padres all season long. This is Padres Social Hour, coming to you from the AMR studio inside the team store. Welcome back to Padres Social Hour. Thank you for joining us. The Padres getting ready for game two against the Boston Red Sox. We're going to get to the lineup. It's lineup time presented by United Airlines, proud partner of the San Diego Padres. So we have Jankowski leading off. Will Myers, Jan Hervis Salarte, Dickerson in cleanup, Schimpf, Sanchez, or Oswaldo Arcia. Am I saying it right finally? Yes. Arcia? Gosh darn Arcia. it. Luis Sardidius and Paul Clemens rounding it out. We're going to go into our head-to-head -head challenge, and we're going to work off that lineup here for a second. Now, the Supercuts head-to-head -head challenge we do every game day. Yesterday, uh, the couch had Alex Dickerson. Blooper had Travis Jankowski. We are giving it to the couch, so we will take a look at the standings. Blooper, 68 points. The couch, 57. I still Down think to 11. I feel like I should have won that. <laughs> I think Jankowski should have won, just saying. But that's not what we're saying. Oh. So <laughs> Actually, I can make an argument for Jankowski. It was close. Two was runs close. were scored. Dickerson had one of them. Yeah. Right. That's a trump card. Yeah, yeah that's but, a trump card. Uh, but Jankowski, Jankowski saved a couple runs with that catch. That catch was true. Right. Yeah, pretty good. Well, we can fight about it later, but for right now, the point goes to the couch. So we <laughs> are going not. with Seth first, picking for today. Who you got, Seth? I'm sticking with Jankowski. He's going to get okay. me the point tonight. Good. It's always a good bet with Jankowski. Derek? Give me the catcher, Hector Sanchez. Okay. On a, a complete whim. A little bit of a sleeper spot, but I like it. We'll yeah. see how it goes. Good. Okay. Well, we'll see. If how it gets to single digits, <laughs> I'm going to get real scared. <laughs> it I'm might starting get to, to get a little nervous. I think it's going to get yeah. close here at the end. Hopefully, it gets close. It's getting it, close. You know Hopefully what's going to happen not. next week when 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 Seth is gone out of town and, and he goes and his replacement goes 0 and 4 or 5. He gets four. I missed four episodes. Right. So he. Uh, and, and I have a feeling Seth is right. going to be texting Seth is, Cole Seth is gonna his replacement. He won't listen to me. He's, he'll do it on Seth, his own. Seth will come back and he's going to sabotage me. Two. I hope that Cole picks like just closes his eyes and picks someone. I think on the there's a rule in here that's that what says I just did. <laughs> when exactly. Cole picks, it's a double. It's two for each one. So Ooh. interesting. That is not a rule. Interesting. Nope. Yeah, I I saw. I think I saw that in the rules. If you're not, no, I saw, I saw that. It's in the, it's in the California right. Criminal right. Code. No. In the Padres firewalls. Yeah. yeah. You if, you're not, if you're not here, then it goes double. Double. I can, I, can, I can give you the applicable paperwork. <laughs> right. Yeah. We'll see how it goes, but, you know, we can always pay Cole off to, to win for those four games. No, we but can't. anyways, at Supercuts, they have paid attention to every detail, the cut, the lines, the hot towel finish, so you can feel sharp, clean, and ready to go. Find a Supercuts near you at supercuts.com. We will be right back with more Padres Social Hour after the break. Get ready for every Padres game with us. Coming to you from inside the team store at Petco Park, this is Padres Social Hour. 
And welcome back to Padre Social Hour. We are in the final segment of the show, and we are going to end it with a little debate. All yes. right, we're going to go into whether or not a reliever should win the Cy Young Award. And I bring it up because Zach Britton of the Orioles, 43 consecutive appearances without allowing an earned run. He lowered his ERA to .53. He allowed a run last week, so it's now up to .65. By the way, a little fun fact, Fernando Rodney, .6. He's right in that mix. But anyways, we're going to mm -hmm. skip past that. Should a reliever be allowed to win the Cy Young? Uh, I think it's – yes, I do believe a reliever should be in the consideration. Uh, particularly, it has an awful lot to do with the voting as to what their starters are like that year. I think Britain has a chance, like we were talking on the break. Uh, Trevor had a chance in 98, actually finished third. But, uh, yeah, I think that a reliever should be considered. Some are going to say no because they got their own award. Go ahead. No, allowed to win? Sure, because you don't, don't want to discriminate. Should they ever win? No. Now because the Padres have one on. They're, they're completely at the mercy of what happens all the way up until mm. then. The starter has more of an impact on the game. Everybody in the lineup has an impact on the game. No, it's, they're more circumstantial success than anything else. No. Last three outs are the toughest to get, yes. <laughs> one of the four Cy Young winners for the Padres is, is a reliever. Mark Davis. Yeah, Mark, Mark Davis. Davis. So this is why I don't like Derek. <laughs> no, because, because, because I bring up good points you can't refute. <laughs> This is oh. the, now we're getting to the real <laughs> truth of it, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so you think though? What do you think about Britain? Do you think he's going to get it? No, no, I don't think. Neither one of you. No, there are too many <laughs> voters who think like I do. Yeah. So that, that's and that's yeah. the bottom line. And that's one of the problems picture. with the voting is there are too many voters that think like you. Well, at least I'm thinking. Some voters don't even do that. <laughs> I would agree with that. All right, there's some suspect thinking going on oh, in those absolutely. voting things. Like, never been a unanimous Hall of Famer. That's ridiculous. Yeah, but pe now. people didn't vote for Hank Aaron for the Hall of Fame. What, what kind of warped jack world, world do we do live, we live in, in that people don't vote for <laughs> Hank Aaron to be in the Hall of Fame? Thanks for watching, everyone. For Willie Seth, Mays. for Maddie, for Blooper, for Derek, for Bill, for myself. See you next time. Totally Enjoy the game. Quinn didn't get in on unanimously. This is horrible. <laughs>